Welcome to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys looking to model positive Christian leadership in our work, families, church, and communities. Want to discover ways to apply scripture effectively in everyday life? Tired of the pat answers in Sunday school? Then settle in for a gritty, authentic, and unexpectedly funny Christian podcast. And now, No Church Answers. And welcome everybody to Joe Church Answers, a Christian roundtable discussion for men. This is podcast number 269, hard to believe, and we're glad you're here. Where is here? Here uh, is Sugarland, Texas, so Greg Globe, spin it around. Ben, not sure where you ended up, but spin it around, find Texas. Southeast side of Texas is Houston, southwest side of Houston is Sugarland, and that's where we're at. You know, we're not pastors, we're just regular guys, each on our own spiritual journey, and just like you... We're meeting daily challenges, and that's why we're here. We're having a discussion for men, and we're not taking any church answers. And we're glad that you joined us. You know, this podcast has been called Authentic, Gritty, and Unexpectedly Funny. So uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also are on Facebook, YouTube, and at NoChurchAnswers.com. So please rate our podcast, leave a review, and, you know, without you... And your support, this wouldn't be possible. So, um, at this time, I'm going to just jump right in and introduce our panel. Uh, he is a former world-class policy writer, a uh, current professional gambler. He's the show producer, as Mr. Steve Ditch. Yo, Steve. And he is a big deal in the uh, talent development, kind of corporate trainer, uh, a commercial grade teacher. Uh, kind of the group theologian, we call him the professor, it's Robert Koshu. Hey, Robert. Hey, everybody. And uh, out uh, somewhere on his way to Iceland. No, he's not going to Iceland yet. Oh, he's not going to Iceland. Not, unless, unless he's going by, by canoe. But. Right, right. <laughs> <By> well, <the, laughs> with an excused absence, uh, the judge, Michael Cropper, is not here. And uh, my name is Bill Cox, and basically the, I'm a salesman type, an uh, indie filmmaker, and I'm, I'm kind of the host of this group. And uh, we, this is uh, uh, on prayer. I'm just going to turn it over to uh, Steve Titch to let him go ahead and introduce this one. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah. You know, I'm sure there are people who enjoy being called on to offer a group prayer in a group setting. Well, I'm not one of them. And I, I don't even like saying grace around the table with, you know, Thanksgiving, which is coming up. Uh, it's, and I'm not really proud of that. Other cases, I don't have that many issues about public speaking or even speaking in a small group, but public prayer is somewhat difficult for me. And, and I, I find myself sometimes inhibited. I find myself worrying, am I going to get things right? Am I going to get somebody's name wrong? Am I going to get a relative wrong? So, um, we, we, we kind of touched on this earlier, Uh, a few weeks ago, the differences between private individual prayer and uh, public prayer or or, or even prayer. And by public prayer, I don't necessarily mean prayer in front of a large group, although sometimes we may be called upon to do that, but even prayer in a small group, a discipleship group, a group of friends. Um, And maybe uh, the, the question is how to do that well or learning how to do that well. Excellent, uh, Professor. So what Steve didn't tell you is this is off script. <laughs> we, we jumped the book, you know, because we do that periodically because, hey, we're men and we're allowed to do that. Yeah, that's what we roll. Yeah. 
But honestly, my my first thought when I saw that we were out of the book is, <laughs> why isn't this in the book? <laughs> that this is. Well, that was your same question when we had Samson in the Book of Judges. Yeah, you know, they're just and and I'm just going to say this: sometimes the writers of Connect 360, G, GC, G2, GC2, GC2. I always try to remember what they changed their name to. Sometimes I think they wimp it out a little bit, for lack of a better term, because they don't want to try to tackle a hard issue. And and this is a hard issue because. Jesus is saying one thing that seems to counteract or contradict what he says in other places. And he definitely contradicts something, or it seems to contradict, I guess the more correct way of saying it, a thing Paul says about praying and being in the Spirit. And so it's one of those deals where I'm just like, yeah, okay, so let's just go ahead and tear it apart and have fun with it because it's loads of fun to talk about and and this is one we'll do that and yeah it it and i'll be the first to admit i i don't have a problem praying in public but that's also because i have learned a little bit to hone the skill as it were you know i, I was on church staff so I had to learn how to do it. Would would be the easier way to do it. Yeah. That's why we're glad you're here. Yeah, but but it but it's also one of those no one's gonna like my advice because it's <laughs> counter to everything everyone's gonna say. Tell you. Right. You know? So and you know, let's dive in, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's the buzzer in case we give a church answer. And I I am I on this particular subject, I'm like Steve. I, I I didn't really like the subject, and you know what? Maybe that's why we're digging into it, because this is absolutely a part of being a man and being a Christian man, and this is just manning up and doing something that you may not feel comfortable doing. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture. Uh, it's uh, Matthew 6, 5 through 8. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Now, I, I would just like to just kind of kick this off and say, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and the people that I talk to that have, they have no problem with their individual prayer and their own prayer life. The only thing is maybe they don't do it enough. Okay. All right. The issue though is the public prayer when you're asked to. And I, th I think we as men need to understand this. It's either an honor or an obligation that you're being asked, okay? You're either being honored for being most the spiritual leader or the example of the family or group or whatever, or maybe you're an important piece of the reason why the gathering is there. 
And so instead of looking at it, and I totally get it. You don't, you're not comfortable having the, the light shined on you, but you know what? It just happens. And, and, and believe me, you've worked so hard to be awesome. The bloom is out. Now you're awesome. Now you have the opportunity. And now really you need to stand up and like, I, I could hijack this whole thing because I had so many notes on this. But the main thing that came through when Steve gave the production notes for this particular show is think about it, fellas. It's an honor to be asked to to pray. And then with that, I just want to throw that back out. So you said it was either an obligation or help me. What was the first one? I blanked out. I'm sorry. Opportunity. Opportunity. Okay. Okay. Obligation. You're you're being on. I mean, it's an honor, but they're recognizing either that you're the the spiritual leader, or you're important part of that group. I I always view it as a privilege, in the sense that similar to an honor, as as you said there, Bill, in the sense that you're privileged to voice prayer on behalf of the group is the is the idea i have and and i i want to talk about the verse a little bit for because there's a couple of things in here that that i think when people say we well, shouldn't be praying in public because there are people that will tell you that you know that that no no you shouldn't seek out prayer in public because that's not a thing because jesus said go do your prayer in secret well, sometimes i use that as an excuse oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I i i go no, well no, you know I i'm it. well i, I, I just want i just because well i i and, and i use that as an excuse to not to say well i'm not going to pray because you know i i use it i use the scripture incorrectly so because the first thing is jesus is talking about the guys who want to pray on the corner so everybody can see them pray. It, it, this is, in my mind, this is the same guy when he's talking about the widow's might that makes a big show of going up and laying his, all, his offering on the altar. You know, it's the same kind of guy. He's not doing it because it's a privilege to him or an obligation that he feels he has or an honor. He doesn't view it as an honor. He views it as another way for me to be on stage, for everyone to see me. Mark Driscoll, I'm talking to you. I really don't think there's, I think there's far more people um, that shy away from the opportunity than, than the ones that are out there. And, and but, but believe me, but, the guys but, that but are out to, there. But wait, go on what yeah, you're talking about, because there. I think a key, a key part of this, this, this verse is from the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it, it's just after he brings up uh, about uh, um, giving, uh, giving quietly. Giving to the needy, yeah. Um, but what, the, so who is Jesus talking to here? That's my question. I think he's talking to, he said it in the first, the hypocrite. Mm-hmm. He, he's talking about the guy who, who, yeah, well, he, he's talking about the guy who, in my mind, he's the, the Monday Joe versus the Sunday mm-hmm. Joe. He's the Monday Joe guy who Sunday he's at church. You know, I've described this guy multiple times. He's at church on Sunday doing his deacon thing and doing all that. And he tells everybody at work he's going to church and he's going to work the church barbecue and he has a deacon, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then on Monday morning, first thing he does is he walks in and he screams at his secretary if he's not hitting on her. Or he's, you know, and then he's stealing somebody else's work 
you know, and then he's reveling in the fact he's going to get to fire somebody. I think that's the guy Jesus is talking to. And I, and I think when he goes further down and he talks about don't keep on babbling like pagans, mm. to me, this is the guy, Father, we know thou hast created. And honestly, you know, the only time I ever pray like that in that long is on youth retreats on Friday night. Because you know how you get middle school boys? I hope none of them hear this. This is our secret. Mm. You know how you get middle school boys to go to sleep at night? Guys, we have to pray before we go to bed. <laughs> Father, we know when you created the world, you did it in seven days. And then, God, you created Adam. And you pray through every character in the Bible, and it quiets them down, and they go to sleep. <laughs> Well, there's our first tip of, the- <laughs> you know, right, well, you but know. that, but, but, yeah, yeah. but, but I, but it, you know, the people that do that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they drive me batty when mm-hmm. they're praying in public. They, they just drive me insane because I am just, you know, it's a conversation mm-hmm. you're well, having. Well, I, I think the, the people that are having issues and the ones that would be listening to the podcast, just to make it easy to you, for you, because... I'm an indie filmmaker and kind of a writer, and I, you know, I break things down into the simplest forms, and and really, it's this: it's content and it's style. Now, you got to know your audience for for your content, but your style, particularly in today's day and age, is the media. Are you doing it live? Are you in a small group? Are you on stage? Are you whatever? And so you have to kind of adapt for both. But I, I, you know, a couple of things that um, just general, and it's kind of uh, uh, goes along with a verse. Um, be humble, and if you're not humble, at least active. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to make an error, err to the short side, because it's better for having people wishing that they had a little bit more than is- a lot less. No one ever complains um, over short prayers, in particular before meals. <laughs> uh, know the moment and don't give a tearful prayer <laughs> when you're in a joyful moment. I'm sure many of you religious guys are out there. I, I remember it was like a fun fest or something, and the person that gave a prayer. She just got into it, and it was sad, and it was weepy, and she didn't know how to get out of it, and just she just kind of flew the plane right into the mountain, and you know just don't do that, just just end early, um, and and another thing is too, and this is really important for you with groups, because I was a DJ, and so I've had to announce stuff too. It is never a problem to group things. If you have prayers, oh, Susie has knee problems, Benny has knee problems, Ginny has knee problems, seven people have back problems. You don't have to say the people's names. Knee and the back problems, or group it into problems to make it flow better. Because understand this, you're leading people in communication. And and that's what it is. One of our standard Sundays is Help our students with their studies in school. Because they're all, ha- I mean, it, it, it's depth of the semester. Mm-hmm. It's October. You know, they're all in the middle of it. And it's like, you know, I could name all 20 students, but 
hey, guess what? All 20 students are having problems. So that's an excellent tip. And and the other thing is, and, and I just want to deal a little bit more with who he's talking to in this. I think he's talking to the hypocrite, but I also think he's talking to everybody else. That he's telling everybody else, look, you, you, it's not, because there are people who, the, guess when the only time they pray is? When it's, when people can see him? Yep. Is that what you're asking? In public. Mm-hmm. And it, what he's telling you mm-hmm. is your private prayer life is much more important than your public prayer life. Because your private prayer life is where you exercise your faith muscle and you distribute that love of God into you by having that communication with him. And so the, the going to church and doing the public prayer thing is nowhere near as important as having the private prayer. I would argue you become a better public prayer as your private prayer life becomes better. Mm, interesting point. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break. This is No Church Answers. We'll be right back. Hey, pastors and church leaders, are you looking to create an exciting program that will attract, engage, and inspire men in your congregation? Book a live Man Up Spiritual Oasis podcast for your next men's ministry event. Called authentic, gritty, and unexpectedly funny, Man Up has been delighting podcast listeners since 2017. We're not pastors, just regular guys willing to talk about scripture and how we can apply it to our personal faith journeys. Man Up is a refreshing alternative to predictable motivational speakers, offering your audience a chance to connect with everyday Christian men who don't settle for routine Sunday school answers. Interested in learning more? Visit man-upspiritualoasis.com or contact Bill Cox at liveshow at manupmedia.org. And now, back to the fellows of Man Up. And welcome back, everybody. This is uh, podcast number 269. No Church Answers kind of went off script. Uh... Our producer, Mr. Steve Titch, <laughs> blame it on me. Notes, kind of tried to throw us a curveball, and I'll, I'll be honest with you: when I saw that our series coming up was going to be on prayer, I thought this was going to be just a huge snoozer. I wasn't going to be able to keep my interest on it, but because that's kind of a private thing to me, and I'm fairly certain it is for most of you. However, as we dove into it. You know, I think I've gotten better, and I think I understand it more, and hopefully that you are too, because now what we're talking about is the difference between group prayer prayer and individual prayer. Honestly, God and I get along. I do what he says, and I, whether I want to or not. And so that's kind of like my relationship. But as far as my public prayer life, that is a different deal. Um... It's interesting what you said because you're an actor and you're used to having attention thrown on you and wanting the attention and actually working to get that attention. I wonder if there's a paradox at work because really as a Christian, you're not supposed to be calling attention to yourself. You're not front and center. Yeah, and though, though, <laughs> though to... To put to make to be a good public prayer to to involve your your listeners, you kind of have to take some of these attributes, and maybe it's well, maybe it's a case of using the gifts you have and putting it before the Lord. But maybe is is can that be 
part of the issue, this strange paradox of, well, to pray properly, I have to call attention to myself, but I have to not call attention to myself. Well, I think, I think the big deal for me, though, is this. Um, it's pretty hard to lead a group when you're not in the front mm-hmm. of the group. And <clears throat> public prayer, for me, has always been an honor because I'm, mm-hmm. my grandparents were Mennonites, my, my parents were Methodists. The oldest, most religious person in the family, Aunt Bessie, or your grandfather would do the Thanksgiving dinner, or your dad would do the would lead the prayer, or kind of that kind of thing. So the issue in group prayer, though, for me, although I have no problem being a public speaker or anything, is leading the group in prayer is because I am not more religious than that group. I know that for a fact. I have my own relationship with God, and so I, I, I would just be scared to be praying for this group. Um, dearly Father, I mean, I, I want to bring this group for you, you know, and let's lift them up, and then have God answer me. Who's this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, I mean, that, that, and that's, that's the thing about it. Am I religious enough? To represent this particular group, that's the anxiety hmm. that people that men have. Christian men, you just don't want to be accused of being a hypocrite, or you don't want to be out of your lane, or you know, overstepping your authority because you do haven't gone to seminary unless you're the professor who's read every book and everything. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but that's that's the, that's the anxiety. That's the anxiety of it uh, for me. And I I would I would doubt a whole a whole bunch of people out there though too. So um, any tips uh, as we uh, talk about this that we can give people public prayer? Take notes. I I guess there's no there's no harm in that. Um, in fact, I've seen I've seen pastors do it. Sometimes they do it really discreetly. <laughs> you know, they'll have a little pen there on the podium, but that's so to get names right and issue, and, and and things right uh, to to make sure there's no you know there's there's no mistake on that. So there's I don't and and taking that back a little bit. Nobody's there to watch you fail. <laughs> nobody's no, people are going to be forgiving. They know they're not they're not expecting you to be perfect they're not going to grade you uh so uh, but but to do it well i think to if it's on the fly or if you're taking prayer requests certainly write them down uh take a few moments to at least organize them in your head um if you're if you're if you're planning to say grace there's no reason you can't think about that beforehand yeah. Uh, so so there are there are preparations to make just like you or your ordinarily public speaking tips. And I guess you're you're a you're, that the best point was what you made earlier, where, where stay stay to the occasion. If you're celebrating a graduation. 
uh, you know, you want to keep you. You want to praise. You want to. You want to thank for the fellowship. There are times. There are times. There are times for somber prayers. That those are those. Though when when you're when you're there, there are prayer groups sometimes during service. There are prayer groups where you know after there are times for that. Just like Ecclesiastic says, there are times for pray, prayer, good prayers and and sorrowful prayers and and needful prayers. So, so a couple of tips that, that I would say. First of all, I agree with Bill and Steve completely. Stick to the occasion. Second of all, and let's talk about... So there's four basic times most Christian men are going to get asked to pray. Time number one, grace before meals. Hey, don't be afraid to have a short, sweet, and to the point, you know, bless us food, Lord, for the goodness of our bodies. Amen. Seriously. You know, that is not a time for a long prayer, especially in today's world where, you know, everybody's running home, you know, mom included, and she's trying to get something cooked or maybe you're doing the cooking, you know, and you're going to go eat. So everybody's already been home for 30 to 45 minutes minimum, and everybody's hungry. So short, sweet, and to the point is good. Praying at Sunday school. Steve, I totally agree with that. What we, what I like to do, if I'm not going to do the prayer, if I'm teaching, I always look at a kid and say, hey, John, will you pray for us? Okay, guys, what prayer request do you have? That way John knows, hey, I need to pay attention to the prayer request. The other way, another tip for that that you can do is, has someone says a prayer request, so Steve, if you said, hey, I want to pray for my back's been hurting me lately, you can look at somebody else in class and say, Joe, will you pray for that when we go to pray? And that way, all Joe's got to do is, hey, God help Steve with his back. That's the only prayer he's got to say. You know, so you can kind of do that. You know, if not, ask somebody before they pray, take notes. You know, the third time you're going to be asked to pray for most Christian men is going to be, as Bill said, the special occasion prayer, which is Christmas, Thanksgiving, Absolutely. Easter, mm -hmm. maybe a family birthday, you know, something along the graduation Stick to the topic at hand. <laughs> the, the thankful prayer honestly really needs to be exactly for Thanksgiving to that our next big holiday, skipping Easter, or the celebration of the Astros World Series win. Mm -hmm. That's going to be our next big prayer celebration is Thanksgiving. What's the title of the holiday? Thanksgiving. You know, be thankful that your family's there, that you have food if you, ha you know, that you have each other at a minimum. You know, be thankful for the things you have in that. You know, and then and then really kind of the fourth time is in front of the church. And once again, that's one of those generally if you're praying for the church, you're going to either be doing the opening prayer of the service. So that's, you know, very simple, Lord, we're here to worship you. You know, forgive us for where we failed you. Bless the preacher, bless the music, you know, those kind of things. Or you're praying for the offering. You know, Father, thank you for letting us be here. Take, you know, take these offerings and use them to further your kingdom. You know, honestly, if that's the only prayer you're going to have, that's fantastic. I, I, I mean, I'm, 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 the biggest thing I'll tell you, Bill, I am so with you on this. Public praying, kind of like teaching, shorter is better. Mm. You know, it, it, it's one of those, I could put 50 words on a slide, or I could say it with 10 words. Do the 10 words. 
because that's going to actually make more impact on people than your 50 words. And for God's sake, drop the D and thou. <laughs> Nobody now, now, speaks like that anymore. Yeah. Now I got now I got a question, though. Okay. We, because we're talking here yeah. tips for pretty much among believers, in church right. or in your right. family or relatives. Uh, you're, of course, you're in the Association of Talent, Talent Developers, ATD. Yep. Um, you've done conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to conventions and conferences which have groups of people from various faith backgrounds mm-hmm. And there's usually an invocation, mm-hmm. which is fine. And I've seen uh, different types of invocations. I've seen the general invocation where, dear God, it's, it's pretty much addressed to God. Mm-hmm. I've been to some invocations with men, which mend in, well, in Christ's name we pray. I also knew it was to one invocation, which pretty much went through the whole gospel story Jesus, who died on the cross for our salvation, rose from the dead, and we at a, pray at a non-Christian event. We let pray me just at clarify. a at, let's say at a at a at an event that was not Christian, an okay. event that was secular. Okay. okay, how far was that? Was that in bad taste? Yes, the last <laughs> one, the the middle one. No, my preference would be the generic God. Mm-hmm. If I'm asked to pray, if I was ever asked to pray at an AT, ATD event. I would, the Association for Talent Development, I would stick with the generic God. I don't have a problem if you, like, so if I ask Pastor Taylor to come pray at our Association Mm -hmm. for Talent Development, and Pastor Taylor was there to give the invocation, and that was his sole purpose, Mm -hmm. and he is advertised as the pastor of of Sugarland Baptist Church, I would really hope he would finish Mm -hmm. with In Jesus' Name. I think it is in poor taste, we'll say, to use a prayer to preach the gospel story. I, that's not the purpose of prayer. You know, the, the purpose of prayer is our communion with God, either corporately as a group, which is kind of well, where we're talking about, although Jesus was addressing here as well, the private piece of it. But I think, you know... It, the purpose of prayer is communion with God and talking to God. And by the way, we're also supposed to listen to God in there at some point. But that's the purpose of prayer, to bring petitions to him, to talk with him about our needs, to thank him for the things he has done. I think if you're asked to do an invocation in a non-Christian event and you're trying to spread the gospel at that, I'll go back to the same thing I've said before. You're doing more harm to the gospel than helping the gospel. You know, do a nice prayer that's short, sweet, and to the point. You know, how about, how about this? Praying in a football game. Father, thank mm-hmm. you for bringing us here. Protect the players and the participants in the game tonight from injury. Protect us all from today. And thank you for the blessings we've been given. Amen. Amen. You know, if, if I've been asked, if I'm the minister and I'm advertising the minister, in Jesus' name, I pray this, amen. You know, but uh, let's be a little careful here. Christian nationalist, if you want that, the Constitution doesn't specify Christian. So just how are you going to feel when someone comes up and says, Allah is great, let us pray? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm the first here... I'm Baptist to the core, and that means soul competency. And that also means freedom of religion. 
You know, you have a right to choose, and it is up to me to persuade you with the help of the Holy Spirit of Jesus' saving grace work on the cross. Well, as we come down to the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's going to wrap this up. I did want to do just one kind of thing, too, because basically, I, I mean, for our particular <laughs> crowd out there, um, you are you know, probably the type of person that... Uh, doesn't necessarily volunteer, but maybe may get asked to. You get, you get podcast, called on. Yeah, we hope that this podcast has helped you. And I would be remiss if I didn't give you just a quick little tip on how to do the weasel. <laughs> uh, I, I've been a DJ, and I was an MC for many years, and I was asked to do a welcome for a group that I was merely working for as a DJ. And, you know, I looked over this crowd, and it didn't look like the kind of crowd that I actually wanted to address in any sense i was working so what i did do though is i observed and you you can find one of the most influential person and i just walked up to him and i go and you are and he told me his name i go i heard you're doing the welcome he goes i sure could i go excellent so when the lights came up and i was to do the excellent the welcome ladies and gentlemen this time i'm going to introduce this guy, <laughs> there is a way to weasel, and if you have to, I say do it. And with that, we're going to go around and get uh, one final takeaway uh, 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 from the group, and uh, let's start with the professor. Yeah, it, it, it is an honor to be asked to pray and represent your group before Christ and before God. Uh, keep it simple. You don't need to use flowerly language. You don't need to do all of that. Sh- Shorter is better, and stick to the occasion. Match the prayer to what you're being asked to pray for. Excellent. Uh, Producer Steve Titch? It's also a chance to show leadership, which we uh, talk about a lot on this podcast. It's rather easy. Uh, You are being called upon because you're being seen as a leader, and it's a chance to be a role model, especially for youth. Hey, if, 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 if Mr. Koshu is comfortable praying I should be comfortable praying too uh, that sort of thing um, so uh, and and again all you have to do is take a deep breath and go through it we, we've been kicking a lot of t- hints you'll also find in public speaking manual and to be sympathetic I think you guys might know it better there, there's some study that found that people fear standing up and speaking in front of an audience more than I don't know, yeah. getting eaten by sharks they, or yeah, something like that. There, is, are, there it is, is very high the top of on the fear list. So, and so, but here, you're being asked in some cases to pray in, in front of a discipleship group where you're really among friends. You're among, uh, you know, ordinary Christians. Uh, just uh, do what we've been saying. Take it easy and be yourself. And one final tip. Just remember, that is a Hmm. And with that, thanks so much for tuning in to No Church Answers on behalf of uh, all the sponsors and supporters and our producer, Mr. Steve Titch, Robert Crowshoe. My name is Bill Cox. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. So please rate it and leave a review. And if you have a question or comment, you can go to our Facebook page uh, or www.nochurchanswers.com and post it there. And if you're unable to attend a church, check out the Sugarland Baptist Church streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Sugarland 
baptist.org starts Sundays at 9.45 a.m. And when you're ready, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church. Why local? So you'll go and participate and find a small group, ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, or a Sunday School class that you can join. For small group discussions, you know, just like this. And find one that is for men only, and if there isn't one, start one. And don't take any church answers. Sugarland Baptist Church, a streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, sugarlandbaptist.org. Starts Sundays at 9.45 a.m. And when you're ready, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church. Why local? So you'll go and participate. And find a small group, ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, or a Sunday School class that you can join. For small group discussions, you know, just like this. And find one that is for men only, and if there isn't one, start one, and don't take any church answers. You've been listening to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. Tell us what you think. Leave a comment or review. Want to know more about us? Then visit NoChurchAnswers.com and our Facebook page. Check out our video series on our YouTube channel. You can also become a patron of No Church Answers by visiting our Patreon page. No Church Answers is a production of Man Up Spiritual Oasis Media, which is solely responsible for its content.